You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guest and topic of today. Now, in the next fifteen minutes or so, we're chatting with Naveen Arjun Sonyi, who is the founder and the designer of Gift a Deed. Now, this is a wonderful app that has been hailed by the United Nations as tech for good. And、uh, we actually spoke to Naveen last July about his app when he、uh, first launched it and and had a pilot session here in Hong Kong. But now we can fully use it. Uh, to track homeless people here in Hong Kong, so that NGOs can help find them and also deliver hot meals and to help them.、Uh, so, without further ado, let's welcome back on the program Naveen.、Uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. How are you doing? Thank you, Noreen. I'm well. Yes,、uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and、uh, I hope you too. You're, you're doing well. Yeah,、um, hanging in there. It's 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 good,、yes. and it's、uh, really great to be speaking with you once again. So maybe if you can、okay. remind our listeners once again、um, about your app, Gift a Deed. What is it about? Where did this idea come from, and how does it work? Thank you. So、uh, yes, I'll be brief. It's、uh, basically a map-oriented app for social. Uh, it's a social media app, which allows people to see needs on a map of、uh, those people who are in their vicinity, and also resources perhaps. And it really is a volunteering app, which allows people to volunteer their you know excess things they have and help people around them.、Uh, we've used the same technology as、uh, you know geolocation technology, which Uber uses. Or any other ride-sharing app uses even Pokemon Go, where the idea came from,、uh, is used. I mean, the same technology we use, not augmented reality yet, but, but basically tagging, tagging needs and then fulfilling them and then removing the tags, all on a map view. So it basically,、uh, I, I I don't want to say gamifies charity, but if some people call it gamification of charity, so so yes,、uh, that that is what it is. And with these geolocations, how accurate is it? Is it basically using your your phone GPS? Yes,、uh, that's correct. So、uh, basically,、uh, any person who is in need or any location, rather where the need is, it could be a person, it could be an organization, it could be a building.、Uh, that need is implanted、uh, by tagging the location、uh, through the app. And、uh, we have a website also, of course, but the app is is the most uh, uh, precise. Now, the location accuracy depends really on the GPS、uh, accuracy of the user where the person is. So, if it is a congested、uh, street with a lot of buildings around, and you know whether it can pinpoint that particular building、uh, is is something which you know is always we are also interested. But then we have also provided a small text. Uh, Based、uh, like a tweet column, where they can write quickly about the landmark or something to do with you know to find the person easily who's in need in that area. Okay, and now you've identified、uh, a sort of issue here in Hong Kong. It's it's an ongoing issue, and and various NGOs and charities uh, ha- have uh, tried to help、uh, some of the homeless people in Hong Kong.、Uh, what sort of struck your interest in this area, and how do you feel that your app can help homeless people in the city? Yes, thank you. So I think、uh, it's it's a very important uh, topic, uh, not only for Hong Kong, but also in this testing time world over. Where uh, workers, uh, migrant workers, or、uh, daily wage earners who depend on their livelihood for food and basic things on a daily wage, 
uh, I think they're being impacted is you know for since the beginning of this year since COVID came in, and uh, the, the, so then it is up to the community and of course the government uh, also to see how to cater to the needs of such people. Uh, every uh, family uh, would have some buffer to you know uh, to basically get over the tough times, but now it's just been eight months. And with this lockdown, uh, also in Hong Kong, and is an expensive city, so I, I think it's just uh, a way to channelize those uh, things which people can give and help others, and also identify where they are and make it easier. Uh, so that's why I call it as a volunteer app. Uh, so, so just quickly, uh, I think more than anything, more than one person who's involved a family or, or even a single person can actually use the app is very easy. Uh, there are uh, very easy videos on YouTube showing the demo of the app. And uh, as uh, we break down the platform with three different activities. So the first activity is identifying uh, in the volunteer work, identifying where the need is. And that activity is done easily by tagging the needs uh, through the app. And tagging can be done of different needs. And each need has a very unique identification uh, icon or a picture. And with that, the person can find with what kind of need it is. Uh, so for example, for food is a burger sign, for clothes is a t-shirt sign, and so on and so forth. Uh, and so the first activity of tagging is done by some member of the community or a volunteer group. The second activity is finding the resources where there may be access or uh, organization wants to give or a restaurant you want to pick up food or even at home people want to give and and the third activity is connecting those two things that is picking up those extra things and then delivering it to that person in need and that is done obviously the app comes very useful because it allows you to find that person in need through the uh, location finding tool and it also app shows you the way to go there and it has also got a recording function on the app so once you uh, fulfill the need on that location. Uh, it's got a picture function. You can see the picture of the person in need. And once you have fulfilled the need, you can record your activity that you've done it. And then the person who tagged the need will come to know through the message uh, sent through the app that yeah, the person has been fulfilled, need has been fulfilled. And also the, the points get recorded in the app, which is like your good deed score, I call it. Uh, so yeah, so that's just the ecosystem of volunteering. We made it digital. Uh, and I think uh, we, uh, since our last uh, discussion, actually last year, we've added some more features, which which uh, I'll also add. Uh, we, we realized that some of these charities and also doing our own work in uh, some locations, uh, the record keeping is very important also for not only the volunteers to encourage them, also sometimes charities and NGOs, when they go, they need to prove or they need to show uh, to the donors that they have done this work. And now we have uh, very happy to say we have big data reports, which are automatically pushed from the server side. Uh, as soon as the activities get recorded, that is the identification as well as the delivery that gets recorded on the app, the geolocation timestamp along with the user information gets uploaded onto the server and servers then churn out Excel reports automated Excel reports with all the information of activity of that particular group or the person. And that will have the exactly what all was given, when it was given, who was it given, which location was it. 
And that is all coming from the server. So there is no data entry in an Excel manually by anybody. So uh, I think that has been taken very, uh, very nicely by a lot of people who are very charities we have been speaking with. So yeah, so so that is a summary. <laughs> That's fantastic, Naveen. Congratulations. Um, I have a question about that. Though. I mean, how fast do the servers update this sort of information? I mean, the, the challenge is if you've got somebody who needs help um, in Taikok Choi, for example, and then somebody goes and helps that homeless person, um, what if it doesn't get updated quick enough and five other people turn up to help that person? Does that ever happen? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. So we, what we have, uh, uh, the, the way the app works is real time. Ah. So it literally, it literally works like you call a taxi, like Uber, or or you call one of the uh, taxi hailing apps. So as soon as the taxi is on the way, the user gets a notification, and when that the taxi arrives, attending already to the situation. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so the, we don't have the notification of on the way yet. But, but it has a notification of when the deed has been fulfilled by somebody uh, at that location. And because it's geolocation sensitive, so it can only be flagged down. The need can only be flagged down and taken away from the app once a person has physically gone to that location. So that is very important because that we're really, uh, it, it's kind of a proof also of saying that person at least went to that area uh, and, and, and person is not sitting somewhere uh, else and then tagging and then fulfilling themselves. So it's it's of course the the trust of volunteer and and the good uh, you know uh, the noble thought of doing it that is all still very much there because at the end of the day it's a voluntary to do app. But it just digital technology just makes it easier. It leverages the information across the groups of people who want to help, uh, whether it is finding people, whether it is recording and updating information because even though the need is still unfulfilled we allow other users to post comments on it and update the needs because the need may have been tagged let's say in the morning and by afternoon time the needs may have changed maybe it's a homeless shelter maybe it's a uh, you know whatever the location is where the person needs or it could be just a simple homeless person uh, in hong kong we see very often uh, on bridges under the bridges uh, you know, in public toilets, we see these homeless. Sometimes they are hidden from the public, and uh, sometimes they are just at the mercy of the passerby, literally. And and whenever I see them, my heart goes out to them, and I just feel that if there was a coordinated way of response, where people can know at least that here there is a person. Uh, so we also added a feature of permanent location. So so there are some areas which are susceptible to have. Uh, homeless all the time. Uh, that means that you'll always find somebody there, definitely, you know, uh, and, and that location can be tagged as a permanent location where any donor in the vicinity can find that location easily. So it, it contributes to the, uh, you know, the, the community leverage information as a network. This is terrific, absolutely terrific, especially like you said, you know, people who are homeless, the, the city is basically their home and, and they move from place to place. That some, Sometimes yep. they're, you know, under the bridge, sometimes they're just wandering around the parks, um, especially with recent uh, weeks where we've seen the hottest uh, July in the past 136 years. It's just been really, really difficult. Sometimes temporary shelters aren't available, aren't open for them. Now, my other question is, how do we know what 
what needs they 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 they, they need. So for, let's take homeless for example. What what since we're on this topic, um, do we? If I identify a homeless person, do I then say, oh, they need a meal, or maybe they need um, they they need uh, uh, new clothes? Do I then specify what needs that they need, or do I just simply tag um, there's a person here um, under the bridge in Tai Kok Chow? How, how does it work? Sure, sure. Thank you. So actually, the needs, uh, the the identification of the needs is the most important tool we provide. Uh, so uh, the needs can be customized. So that means we understand that, of course, there are basic human needs of food, water, clothes, shelter, medical help, for instance. These are basic needs of humans. So these basic needs are already there pre-filled on the app, uh, and you can just choose from the drop-down list. Uh, so when a person is identifying the location and the need type, they just have to choose from the drop-down list of the needs, and depending on the need they choose, the picture or the icon appears on the map, which makes it easier for people to find. And by looking at it visually, they come to know, or even we have a list view, so so that makes it easier to answer where a person is need, when is the person need, and what is the need. More importantly, what is the need? So uh, that part is then uh, seen by everybody. Now, tagging of the need, as you mentioned, how do the people know what the need is? Uh, either it's a social worker who is there on site, or it could be a passerby. Or it could be, you know, uh, one of the community members who are in that vicinity, and they know that every day, for example, uh, you know, the afternoon time is the time when these people are hungry. On the evening, they don't have meals, and needs can be tagged from anywhere. But by the way, that's another feature which we recently changed, which means that you don't have to physically go to that place to tag a need. You could sit and tag sitting across the world. So I could be sitting in another country, and and if I come to know there's a person in need in that part of the world, and I can just tag somebody in completely different city, different country, different continent, uh, and that would appear in that location. Uh, it it'll appear as an icon, uh, and and of course, uh, one of the concerns which came up when we started the journey was people said, how do you protect the privacy? How do you make sure that is genuine? And how do you make sure that people are not, you know, uh, putting things up which is not, you know, you cannot trust? So uh, that also we found an answer. And and over the last year, I'm very happy we've created groups, uh, a function which is similar to uh, on Facebook or on WhatsApp. You can create your own trust group or a network of group. And once you create your group on the app, on Gifted Geek app itself, uh, you can just put in your email and you can add email of your friends and you can call your group whatever you want. So those deeds, are, those deeds are, are, are flagged Under that by, banner. Yeah. Correct. Under the, that the banner. And you can people, even... Sure. Exactly. And then it will also have your logo on it. RTHK, for example, logo would be on it on that particular... You can update on the image. And then whatever activity you do on the app, you could... And you could be part of multiple groups. That means you can make... 10 groups, 20 groups, there is no limit. Uh, so when you post a need uh, or identify a need, you can identify and post it on a public group, which is like a public profile of Facebook, for instance, where everybody sees it, which is something if you, you're okay with that. But if you want to post it on your trusted group, then you can choose the groups you want it to be seen in. And that will ensure there is a privacy of data and only trusted members of that group would access and would work on it. And similarly, when a need is fulfilled, obviously, if it is on a trusted group, then you know that that trusted group 
somebody has actually done the need, uh, fulfilled the need. So yeah, so so these are different things which we had to go around our journey uh, over the last year, which was very interesting. But I'm happy we did it. That's great. Um, it sounds like the, the app has undergone some changes and and some updates. Uh, what were some of the biggest uh, challenges that you've had to overcome from when we last spoke in July, which was sort of the piloting stage? Uh, till yes, now? thank you, thank you. So uh, I think uh, it's been a journey, as I said last time, also. Uh, because it wasn't uh, from day one we knew exactly what to do. It was through the dialogue feedback from the charities and from the people in the in this field. Uh, the challenges uh, which are still there uh, is adoption of the app or uh, usage of the app rather, because we don't have a commercial. Uh, it's a volunteering app. I call it. Uh, I call it literally people who want to do good in a community. They can just use it. The people ask me, what do I gain out of it? I said you gain a better sleep at night, right? <laughs> so, 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 how can I tell That's you what you're going to get? That's priceless. Yeah, so you go, you go to, you go to, uh, you know, the, the the kind of altruistic, even for a cup of coffee or a, or any small meal you give. And now winters are coming. Another two months, it get cold in Hong Kong, right? A lot of these people who sleep outside don't even have a blanket in winter. So, a simple thing like that, which you can. Uh, share uh, a coffee or a blanket. Uh, I think that itself is something. So the challenge is literally uh, we've been looking for organizations, we've been looking for uh, NGOs who would want to adopt this on a basis, and we have had some success in different parts of the world because it's a global app, and uh, we had a moonshot of going global straight away. Uh, but we are focusing on India and Hong Kong, uh, and and uh, yeah. So currently, we have a team of uh, four people working in India full time on this. Uh, we've also had some uh, in the current scenario of lockdown. We held some migrant workers back in India, who also affected in the same way. Uh, so also to understand the system, how it works, uh, and uh, we've also uh, been in touch with the with the donor organization. Uh, which routinely gives donations to NGOs and other charities, and they have. I think we just lost your audio there, Naveen. I think we literally just lost your audio. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Got you back. Yeah, no yeah. So I said the donor organizations literally uh, uh, are very happy because the donor organizations can now monitor in a very transparent way, uh, seeing. The reports online in Excel of how the money they're donating to charities and NGOs how it's being used positively. So I think it's it's a win-win for everybody. It's a great planning tool. It's a great execution tool, a recording tool, and it gives at a higher level it gives donors the flexibility to see how they are making the impact in in proper data and not just pictures because normally most of the giving which is happening is all. Picture-based, you know, you just send some pictures. We've done this, but whether you were there, you who was the person, when was it, uh, you know, all that information is now accessible through the app uh, backend. Naveen, this is an absolutely amazing app that everybody should be downloading and and checking out. Uh, who needs help, and then what we can do to help those uh, in need and the needy around uh, Hong Kong. Remind our listeners once again: How can we find out more about uh, Gift a Deed? Uh, have you got a website and a Facebook page that we can find out more information? Thank you. Yes, exactly. So I'll just say the spelling of the word. We have a website. We have a we are on Facebook, also on Twitter. 
Uh, and of course, you can find us on uh, App Store, both iOS and Android. Uh, so the spelling of Giftedeed is G-I-F-T-A-D-E-E-D. So Giftedeed, do a good deed by giving a need. That's how it is, or Giftedeed. <laughs> Amazing. Naveen, always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, we'll chat to you again, hopefully another time. Give us more updates and hopefully we'll be able to uh, help more people uh, in Hong Kong and, and have a better night's sleep as well. Thank, Thank you, you so much for your time today. Thank you, Marjorie. Thank you for having me. Take, Take care. care. Bye. All the best. Stay safe. Bye.